Welcome back to After the Whistle Sports, where blows blow the bell are encouraged, and there's no such thing as a late hit. Today, I'm joined by Josh. What's up, boys? Bryce. Yo. And Eric. Howdy. All right, let's do this, Eric. All righty. We're going to start with uh, a recap of Week 9, and the first game I want to talk to you all about is the uh, Seahawks at the Bills game. This is a really high-scoring game. I want to hear what you all had to say about that. Sean, you can go first. Yeah, this was a surprising game. You know, I, I almost took the Seahawks as my lock of the week because I really thought they were going to dominate the Bills. Um, I know traveling to the East Coast isn't something they, you know, it's something that's easy, but still it was a nice sunny day and I thought they would roll. But I was watching Red Zone. I don't think I ever saw the Seahawks offense maybe more than once. And I was really surprised by that. The Bills defense did a great job in shutting them down. Yeah, definitely concerned me for the Seahawks' future. Uh you can't contend in this league if you can't have some sort of a defense with how high-powered offense the Chiefs are, Packers are. You can't win a Super Bowl with that. And if you allow 44 of the Bills, you're going to be struggling the rest of the way. Are the Seahawks 6-2? and two? Yes. Yeah. And what have you seen in those two games so far? Russell Wilson. Russell not, Wilson's turnover. Yeah. Turnover. And him not, him not play a perfect game. Yep. Yeah, th- and I think sure. we're seeing with the Seahawks defense against these high-powered offenses, They, I mean, it's got to be a shootout. And he's got to play perfect. I mean – I, the Bills played really well. I think Josh Allen, you kind of saw back to what we saw in the first few weeks. But, I mean, talk about this game. It's kind of unchar- uncharacteristic for Pete Carroll. I mean, listen to this stat. Uh, they scored 44 points on Sunday. The Bills did. That is the most points Pete Carroll has allowed in a game as a head coach since November 14, 2009, when he was Holy the head coach at USC. Holy shit. And allowed 55 to Jim Harbaugh's Stanford team. Wow. I mean, that, yeah. I mean, Not the khakis. Yeah, that just kind of sums it up right there, you know. Yeah, that's that insane. Went. A whole decade of not giving up that kind of points is nuts. I mean, it, it's, like I'm looking at Russell Wilson's stats, like you were saying, Josh. He's got 69 QBR with two with two picks, and like you said in the other loss, his turnover, turnover. It's Russell Wilson's not winning those big games this year. It's really uncharacteristic of him. Yeah. So what I was going to say is he had four turnovers in this game alone. They lost by ten. He had two picks and two lost fumbles. That is huge. Mm-hmm. And in their losses against the Cardinals, he threw three picks, no fumbles. So in their two losses, he has seven total turnovers. Yeah, that's, I mean, a, that's not a winning recipe. They just, they just don't have a defense like to that. make up for it. Yeah, so you know? that's what I was about to get to was their defense. Like you, you gave a fun fact about Pete Carroll's defense. But let me tell you this. The Seahawks' defense has allowed 2,897 <laughs> passing yards through eight games, right? Yep. Almost almost 2,900, right at, right at 2,900. The 2019 Pats and 49ers allowed less all year. Wow. Jeez. Wow. And this is only half the season. That's horrible. So that right there is ridiculous. So and much another, for bringing in Jamal Adams to help with that. Oh, and and yeah, Dunlap exactly. and other people, you know? Like, they're trying to build it. Yeah. It's just not really working out. But yeah, and I, don't, I honestly don't don't even understand it. Like, I don't understand yeah. why. Well, it's kind of like what Sean was saying, like, kind of a lock of the week. Josh Allen's coming in struggling. Yeah. You see the yeah. Jets stopped them from the Bills from getting in the end zone during that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was ready for it to be, you know, kind of the Russell Wilson show, and the Bills just came out and just steamrolled them early. Like, I mean, I feel yeah. like early, I think Josh Allen already had like 28 points for me at half. Like, it was just yeah. out of nowhere. He just Something like that. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, um, Josh Allen got right back on track to where he was after the first four weeks, and we talked about that last week. Um, we said we don't want to overreact at the after how great his first four weeks were. And we didn't want to overreact after how bad the next four weeks were. And he showed right there that that's exactly why you don't do that. He went 31 of 38, four, over 400 yards and three touchdowns, no picks. I mean, that's kind of how it goes, like, though. I mean, wild. We, we've seen the Bills get in the red zone. It's just really been struggles to get the ball in the end zone. 
Like that's kind you of think that's, you think that's play calling or person. I don't. I don't know. I mean, two weeks ago, I think Zach Moss, my boy, had two touchdowns rushing in the red zone. So they're starting to get it a little bit, but I think we're starting to see them maybe kind of figure it out and let just let Josh Allen do what he does, either with his legs or with his arm. I mean, the Jets are a really tough defense, so I could see not scoring a touchdown against them if you're the Bills. So it makes a lot of sense. I agree. Full of like <laughs> that's definitely like contender defense, you know. Listen, yeah. to I this. can't. I can't believe the Seahawks had seven sacks in that game. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah, they still That's got steamrolled like that. So, so what I think is insane is if you look at the passing yards in this game, like combined for both quarterbacks, there were over 800 yards passing in this game. There were less than 100 yards rushing. The yeah. leading rusher in the game had 31 yards, and that was DJ Dallas. The, oh, longest, the longest rush of the game was 11 yards. Wow. Wow. That's pretty like, crazy. That's just that's just ridiculous. It's 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 hard to think about with yeah. with how high scoring that game was. That's a perfect uh, game for my fantasy team. I can tell you that. <laughs> Why is that? Because I got Josh Allen. Oh, okay. Keep sure. keep keep airing that ball out, you know. Thanks. Yeah, I started uh, Russell Wilson over um, Josh Allen, so I was pretty upset about that. Yeah, I was trying to. See I expected Russ to ball attempts. out. So it looks like the Bills were four for seven. Uh, Seahawks. The, touchdowns. This is for, I know, I, I'm trying to see for, so let's see how many field goals they kicked. Uh, I'm not seeing it on here, but yeah, so, for, I mean, they were three for four, but I'm assuming that was more field goals at first, but yeah. I mean, you see Buffalo get out 14-0 in the first quarter. Seahawks made up 14-10, and then Bills just kind of kept it going. Or 10-10, I mean. And then, so 24-10 at half, and then it just didn't really change anything. Alrighty. Next game we're going to talk about is the Cardinals versus the Dolphins. And so that's, this was Tua's second win of his career. He played substantially better this week than he did in his first game. And I want to hear y'all's thoughts on that game in general. What a coming out moment for Tua. I mean, it was huge. Just watching him huge. play and how comfortable he was. And they said it. Uh, I forget who I was listening to. But they said with that Cardinals defense, this is the game where you got to let Tua just air it out. you got to let him – be you got to let him be a quarterback. Do not pigeonhole him anymore. And dude, some of the plays he was making looked comfortable on the run. He had his pocket awareness. Uh, Kyler was still Kyler. I think he had what like over 100 rushing yards, right? 120, mm-hmm. yeah, 101. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Kyler being Kyler, but uh, I think the storyline's more of Tua. And maybe we're seeing what the Dolphins saw with benching uh, Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. I think we're kind of seeing that a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I don't think the Dolphins win that game with Fitzpatrick at quarterback. Um, but you know what's crazy? You know, we're throwing a lot of fun facts early here. Uh, Kyler Murray is the first player in history to un- be on track for 4,000 passing yards and 1,000 rushing yards in the same season. Jeez. So you can't discredit I think the I, impressive form- I, performance he had that game. Yeah, I think he's going to totally get that too. That Absolutely. man's incredible. Yeah, he's a freak. I think – what happened with this game is last week we were talking about Tua's first win and how he literally didn't have to do anything and he just had to be there and show up for the game. This week they needed Tua. They needed his performance. They needed a 122 quarterback rating. They need him. Yeah, I mean, and then but we also got to talk about how are you short on a 49 yard field goal? Yeah, yeah, dude. And so like, what's yeah. funny about that? Is, he already um, drilled a 50 yarder, didn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think he's yeah. 52 he hit, earlier in the he, game. If you're if you're an NFL kicker, you can hit from that far. But so what I saw is, um, so first of all, his longest that game was 37, but he has hit 50 yarders before. Yeah. And what, what was crazy is I saw him on the sideline asking the holder, 
and I, I read his lips. He said, what happened? Because it yeah, looked like he, he just confused. got completely under the ball or something. Or he like he lost his footing with Sit his plant foot or something. And he just got way under it. It looked perfect, right down the middle oh, and just man. short. And, like, how do you – how do you miss a 49-yarder? It was insane. I thought he drilled it. I did, too. Well, how do you miss a 49-yarder short? Not even, like, exactly. Yeah. right. That's exactly. not like, crazy. But, like, that doesn't happen. it was right down the middle, and it was just short. <laughs> yeah, that does not happen in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, right after he saw it, like, was short, he literally looked, and he was like, I don't know what happened. Yeah. He was so confused, and that's just got to be so frustrating because he obviously felt like he got a good uh, contact on it, and it just – that's crazy. that it felt. And, like, uh, in a dome. Like that, no wind. Yeah, there's well, really no, no, no. So I think it's open on the sides, like okay. uh, so, like uh, where the end zones are. So like the, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but like the the short ends of the okay. of the field. The um, well, not not exactly. So it's like, um, so imagine a dome, and then it's cut off between like the first and second level is open on the end zone sides. I think it's open yeah. on the sides. So well, I mean, someone said Arizona. there was a gust of wind. Mm-hmm. But I, I yeah, don't know. That slight breeze out of that tight little first and, first and second yeah. uh, little section is rough. Yeah, but what a game, though. I mean, this is this oh, is better than fun game. Yeah, this is better than what I even expected. Just points everywhere. I mean, just pound for pound fight going back and forth, and the Dolphins came out with it. I mean, out of nowhere, they're five and three right now. Yep. I want to be a Cardinals fan. I might switch to being a Cardinals fan. Every game you fucking play is so much fun to watch. Yeah, I'll be a Cardinals fan with you, Bryce. I mean, game of the year. We'll jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, I'm down. Game of the year with them and the Seahawks a couple weeks ago was insane. This is crazy. You got Kyler Murray. You got fucking uh, what's their head coach's name? Hingle McCringleberry or something? No, Cliff Kingsbury. (laughs) Cliff Kingsbury. My bad. Yeah, they're they're a fucking they're a fun ass team, dude. Klein's, you know, you gotta. Credit them for taking a chance on Kyler with the first roll pick and the mm-hmm. heat they got with already having Josh Rosen. <laughs> Fuck Josh Rosen, dude. I know, right? He's on the Bucks, so I can't talk shit about him. Is he still? I thought he's on your practice squad. He is, but it doesn't count. Does it count? Like, well, <laughs> once once Brady retires, I guarantee he'll be our starter unless we draft someone. I don't know about that. I think he's destined to just sit on the bench for the rest of his career. All I know is I'm very excited for all these young quarterbacks in the league right now. Yep. Like it is, yeah. it is a great like passing of the torch, yep. especially with like Breeze and them getting older. Breeze, like, Brady, it, Big Ben, yeah. Philip Rivers, Eli just retired. Yeah, we're seeing a very new, exciting wave of quarterbacks, and I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah, we we've been lucky, we've been really lucky. And like, well, speak, well, speaking of Breeze and Brady, <laughs> I know where you're going. Yeah, y'all can, uh, y'all can hey, start. Hey, hey, Eric. Y'all can start. No, I genuinely want to hear Eric talk. About yeah, it I'll say something at only... some point. Go ahead. So the only Go thing, ahead. the only thing we heard from Eric. So we usually text during most big games like that, and we're sitting here watching one of the biggest games. Dude, game of the God year. damn it, Goskowski! Dude, stop ruining the fucking game. Sorry. Um. So we're sitting here, and the only thing I really hear from Eric all night is this is the worst half of football I've ever seen in my entire life, and that was about it. So, <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Brady looked horrible. Yeah, it wasn't just Brady. They were dropping passes. Defense looked like shit. Their play calling was – it was horrible. Yeah, no, I don't really no, even know how to, like, analyze this game. No. Yeah. Like, I don't really know what to say. It was just one of those perfect storms where it was just ugly. I mean, it kind of reminded me of that uh, – the Packers-Bucks game. Yeah. You know? It just kind of started – I mean, well, I mean, pa- Bucks were up, I think. No, Packers were up. Really Packers, were Packers were up 14-0. Yeah, but I, mean, but, I mean, this game was just – I mean, there was no sign of life at all. I just feel mm-hmm. like the, the Saints could do whatever they wanted on offense – you see this defense has played well all year, get absolutely dismantled. And then on offense, yeah, I mean, 
Brady, I mean, their stats in the, for that first half was insane. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to have one of the worst games of your career when you've been playing for like thirty years and in prime time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I said last week I wasn't really comfortable picking the Bucks, but I didn't think it was gonna be you know blowout. This yeah, is, this was a game you're expecting to see from Chiefs Jets or anybody playing the Jets. Um, <laughs> it, it was just all around domination. It was absolutely wild, dude. I'm looking at the stats in the box score. It is embarrassing. What eight yards rushing, three picks. Yeah, so that's three point eight QBR. That's what I was about <laughs> to get to. We set a record with five. One of them was Neil at the end of the game. We because of how bad it was. We knelt out. We, we knelt. Like that's that's how bad it was. We had four carries all game, and then a kneel by Blaine Gabbert to close out the game. But honestly, so my my uh, my analysis on the game, it was literally the worst game of football I've ever watched. College, NFL, my team, not my team. Worst game of football I've ever seen. Um, we punted. They scored. We punted. They fumbled. And I was like, okay, it's turning around for us. We got the ball. They were right about to score. Punted again. They scored again. And it was a shitty fucking punt, too. They had a 35-yard drive. And then we punted. They scored. Like our offense was just terrible. And then they wow. got a perfect score. Eric, I was going to ask you a question. When did you know it was it was about to get really bad? When did you know? Uh, when they were up twenty one zero, we threw a pick after two plays, yeah. and they scored. It's, they it's scored twenty seven yards later, twenty eight zero. And then we turned over on downs. They hit a field goal, thirty one zero at halftime. That's a pretty good place to start. I mean, yeah. it's just yeah. kind of crazy. We're seeing. I, mean, I don't know what to put this more on, the Bucks' offense or the Saints' defense that we expect to be decent to finally kind of show up to kind of what we've seen the past few years. But, I mean – I think it was the Bucks. I mean, it's kind of what you – yeah, I definitely think – I mean, I definitely think it probably was a, just a bad combination of both. But, I mean, this Saints, I think they're like negative 150 million in cap space right now. <laughs> so, I mean, they, this is their year to do it if they want to I keep mean, it I mean, think about it. We only but, had I mean, four carries all game. And we had, let's see, how many drives did we have within two scores? We had our first drive, our second drive, our third drive, and our fourth drive were all 14-0, 14-0 14-0. So we had four drives right there. They were all three and outs, I'll give you that. But that's 12 plays, and we only ran the ball four times all game. I can't imagine that all four happened on those first four drives. So I don't know yeah. why we didn't commit to the run a little more early on, especially with how – Poorly, um, Tom Brady was converting on completions. Like it, it was just terrible, dude. Like, and I put a lot of it on Byron Leftwich, honestly. Like, obviously, Tom Brady didn't yeah. play well, but the play calling is just terrible. How do you set the record with the fewest carries and one of them is a kneel to end the game? That's how bad yeah. we're losing. Like, yeah, it's it's got to be on it's got to be on Byron Leftwich and Tom Brady, hundred percent. Our defense didn't play well, but we didn't set them up very well either. We were on the field for three plays at a time for our first four drives. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those games where I think you just got, as the Bucks, you just got to go back, just burn the film, and don't worry <laughs> about it. Like, just don't even think about this game yeah. anymore. We're on Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Is that who we play next? Yeah. No. I'll check that oh. out one time. I got excited. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. They play the, yeah, Panthers, play the Panthers this week. I knew that too. I literally just looked at it. Damn, you got me excited. I was hoping we were playing the Bengals. <laughs> uh, I was trying to be funny, but it didn't really work. 
so yeah, you see, so I'm trying to figure out like what happened and maybe it's Michael Thomas being back. Like this Saints team was unstoppable in their first game back with Michael Thomas. He only had five catches. Happy. They just looked like a football team. It was insane. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Hey, I mean, Mike's back. Uh, Breeze, de- Breeze swear. had some zip on the ball. I mean, Breeze made some good throws, especially when they, you know, when it wasn't exactly a blowout quite yet. But I mean, it was just one of those games where I feel like Breeze was in complete control. And I mean, he was just dotting it up. Tw- like every throw was on 12 the different receivers caught a ball from Drew Breeze that game. Yeah. Yeah, he was on it. Yeah, that's what that's what Drew Brees does to us. He literally, every single time we play him in recent memory that I can think of, he goes, he starts the game out like 11 for 12 or 11 for 13, and it seems like we can't get anything right other than maybe a, a two-yard completion, a run, and a three-yard completion. That's the only way we get off the field. But that dude completes damn near every fucking ball he throws. Yeah, it's I insane. agree. Yeah, total completions, though. How about the opposite that. incompletions? How about the end of that Raiders game, baby? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's go. I literally. I haven't watched the highlights, but I want to say something real quick. Uh, I saw a bunch of people that were pissed off about the refereeing at the end of the game. I, I haven't seen it, though. I, mean, I haven't seen it. But I saw a bunch of people that I don't really know like how you can say that when the ball's in the ground. Yeah, I thought it was very but... much an incomplete pass. Yeah, no, I, I know. Yeah, it. I know. I I'm, I'm not saying I'm not like saying it to you, Eric. I'm just saying, like, because I had a guy uh, on the Pat McAfee podcast the other day talking about how. Oh, he thought it should have been a catch. And literally, like, there's just no way. Like, you see the guy have it before he, he's – it's almost moving the whole time, and then he's you see it, and the ball's, like, on the ground and bounces back into his stomach. I, I don't understand it, how they're, like, trying to say that it could be a catch. So you thought – Clearly, was, I mean, even it when it was live, complete. like, I saw – because they had the angle at first, and I saw it, and everybody was, like, you know, charges in the field, and I saw it, and I was like, I don't think that's a catch. I didn't – so are you? Looking no, at I'm not because I thought so, so. So what I what I saw was the ball <laughs> I'm moving. Just kidding. I didn't think it hit the ground, but I thought the ball was still moving when he came down, and that he was out of bounds when he got possession. And then I see the one angle, and I'm like, "Holy okay. shit!" That ball literally bounced on the ground. I was like, "There's no way." That, I mean, that's that's definitely definitive to overturn, in my opinion. But I mean, it was a good game. Herbert still Herbert. He dotted us up. He looked fantastic. Obviously, he loves Keenan Allen. That's like. Uh, best receiver on the team but uh it's just i mean it was just, it was yeah. a chargers game they have it it's another fourth quarter they're down and they just they cannot finish games bryson or bryson sean what'd y'all think about that yeah i saw i was, was it obvious to y'all as well uh, it was like the only game that was on at the time um and I saw, I was like, I don't know. I felt like he didn't catch that. And then I saw an angle. I was like, I don't know if they're going to see a good angle of it. And then there was that one angle. I was like, oh, yeah, that's definitely not a catch. I think we all agreed simultaneously that that wasn't a catch. I mean, I wasn't surprised that it was a roll that way. Yeah. Yeah. It was literally like you only saw the one angle. They kept showing the same damn angle of the dude's ass hitting the ground. And I was like, you can't see shit with that. I was like, so they're not going to overturn it. Then you have the one. They always do this. They make you feel like it's a catch. And then out of nowhere, they find some miracle angle at the end. And you're like, okay, that's clearly. I mean, that's definitive right there. Yeah, I agree. I was literally the same thing. I was sitting there watching it, and I, I didn't want to text in the group and be like, I don't know, Josh, I think it fucked. But then four four replays go by, five replays go by, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I and they finally fine. show a fine fucking good angle, and I'm like, oh, there's no way. And then all of a sudden the announcer's like, yeah, there's no way. And I'm like, how the fuck can they do that? How are you a production crew and you find an angle 
for like eight times, and you're like, yeah, this is the one. Game's over. Like, why do that? Why yeah. give Josh a heart attack? I don't. Why do that? <laughs> yeah. I, oh, because it's the Raiders. It's all they do is give me a fucking heart attack. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. poor guy. Why wait yeah, but I mean, I just do want to shout out our third-string <laughs> cornerback, I'm pretty sure, Isaiah Johnson. Uh, literally, so there was a first play to Mike Williams, which it was a fade route on him again. Threw it right on him. I thought Mike Williams caught it. Ball came out. And I was like, all right. And then, so in his post-game press conference, uh, he was talking. He was like, so I guess the Chargers brought in, that was their third string tight end or something like that on that last play, just a big yeah. dude. And Isaiah said he was literally standing there and he was like, he's like, I know the ball's coming yeah. to me. Like, can you can you imagine the nervousness right there? Like to being in front of a guy knowing the ball is coming yeah. our way. This guy's like double my size. And yeah. One, it was a 1v1 was it, a 1v1? Out. it was a great ball. Oh, it was a beautiful put it in perfect ball. Spot. Oh, it's a terrible. I don't like that. I don't like that. And neither of them was Keenan Allen. I don't like that. I'd rather have a slant where you oh my shake God, if you, him real quick. If you do that little zig out, that's way more open. I don't understand why they were trying that play. But basically what he said was, when the ball was in the air, he goes, there's no way I can touch it because the guy's like twice my size. He said, but maybe when the, he brings the ball down, I can get my hand in there. And I think that's what he did. He kind of ripped it out, and he just hit the yeah. ground. Yeah, I've never, ever agreed with throwing a fucking Damn. fade with your last play life depends on. Like, who the hell? I don't agree. Throwing was a fucking Calvin Johnson. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> but so I'm looking at these stats right now, and what I think is crazy is, one, Devontae Booker, Devontae Booker took the fuck off. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, I He's mean, bald. Jacobs was battling illness. Throughout the week, but uh, he, he, yeah, he looked fantastic. He played well too, though, came still. In. It was kind of a different step right there. I mean, Grant, y'all, y'all average. I mean, six, Grant, we kept running the same damn run play. It was just an outside zone from shotgun, and they just couldn't figure out how to stop. Yeah, they couldn't figure out how to as stop. As long it. as it fucking yeah, works. I mean, we're starting <laughs> to see Booker kind of become a good one-two punch with Jacobs out there. Like he's kind of balling lately. Yeah, yeah, I do like that. I do like that. Um, and the other thing that surprised me was Derek Carr completed barely over 50% for only 165 yards. And, like, it's just it, – it's crazy to me that y'all were still in the game that long oh, to keep up. Was, but it I, it has to be because of yeah, how, Derek Carr, how effective y'all are running the ball. They didn't have to do much. I'm pretty sure we all scored on runs. Mm-hmm. And, but, dude, out of the half, Derek Carr made probably three of the best throws I've ever seen him make. That literally put – that put us up by 11. So, he had really? one to Aguilar on a streak. <laughs> Perfect ball, touchdown. Huh. He had one on third and ten where he rolled out and literally threw it 40 yards on the run to Renfro right in the basket and then threw a bullet to Waller when he caught it. So, I mean, it was just – it was more of timely plays. So, he wasn't going to uh, stuff the stat sheet in that game. But, no, it was definitely timely plays where we needed it. Josh, and he came out clutch I got a question it. for you. Yeah. Is Derek Carr clutch? Uh, I, th- I think so, because I think since coming in the league, he's at least probably still top three on fourth quarter comeback drives. And I think he just kind of knows situational football really well. I would say clutch, but there are times where he doesn't put us in position to win because he kind of plays too conservative. I do kind of want to see that gunslinger aspect come out of him. It does. A lot of John Green's little check down, short route, stuff like that. But there are some times where I think we can take some shots yeah. and he just won't do it. But uh, when I say when I think of clutch, yeah. yes, I do think Derek Carr's clutch because I've I've seen it too many. There's too many times where the ball's in his hands in the late in the game, and I was like, I do feel like we have a chance. I was. I have a follow up question okay. for that, but it's not for you, Josh. It's for it's for Bryce and Sean. I want to see 
do y'all think Derek Carr is underrated? Like, where would you put him in the league? You don't have to, like, list out the dudes. Do you think he's uh, above average? Do you think he's top 10? Do you think he's below average? Um, what do y'all thought? Do you think he's overrated, underrated? Just anything about Derek Carr himself? Go ahead, Bryce. Sean and, uh, or so Sean and Bryce. I'm not going to list all the quarterbacks in the league, but I, I will I will say that Derek Carr is 100% yeah, yeah, I didn't underrated. Expect you to. I think nobody talks about him. I think since he's been with the Raiders, they've at least looked like a good team, and they've had they've had chances where they've comp- yeah, where they've competed. And I agree with Josh. I think he is clutch. He does have those fourth quarter comebacks. He can light up a football field when he's on. I don't know if he's top ten, uh, but he's definitely definitely underrated, no doubt in my mind. Yeah, you'd probably have you'd probably have to think about it. But if I had to list out quarterbacks, team, so I don't expect like you to Josh do that. Said, though, and but, we had the ball, yeah. we had to go down and score. I'd be like, Derek Carr can do this, and Derek Carr is going to do this. I, I yeah, I, I think he's good. I don't think I think he's very underrated. I would probably put him around the 14-15 quarterback range. I think he's um, – I don't want to say average. He's a 15, the 15th-best quarterback in the NFL isn't an average quarterback. It's still a good quarterback. Um, he's probably somewhere in that above, above average, average range to average. But he he's right? still a streaky quarterback, I feel like. You know? yeah. he, he's so streaky. He'll have these amazing games where you know he's a top five, top ten quarterback. And then he'll also have these games where you're like, why is he in the NFL? And <laughs> it, it, you, you, the consistency <laughs> is there, and, and that's the weird part. Is sometimes he plays like that for four to five weeks at a time. So he had a whole season like that one time, and then sometimes yeah. he had a whole season where he was just terrible. And yeah. you know, like they lost the Jaguars at home last year. Like, why? How's that? How do you let that happen if you're a good quarterback? And yeah, he he's a weird weird dude. It's a interesting case study for quarterback. Yeah, I think it's in the spot where I feel like it's Gruden. Like, okay. I feel like sometimes he just doesn't put the game on his shoulders. Yeah. And I feel, like it's, I feel like it's a lot of like him not letting Derek Carr kind of do what I th- what I think he's capable. We seem to be he's capable of doing. I'm not saying he can't, he will do it, but I know he can do it. So it's definitely yeah, like Sean. I I agree with Sean. Very streaky. I'd put him at 15, and just I don't think he will like carry a team to a victory. But I think he's good enough to string off some wins. But he could carry. I think, you, but, I, but he could carry. You. But he could. Yes, but I game but I do, manager, yeah, game manager, game yes, manager, exactly. But I also, but I do think he is a very okay. uh, smart quarterback. Yes, I'll give him that. He knows the game very well. Yeah. So, yeah. So what I would say about him is, like you just said, what like how you finished. He's very. Um, mm-hmm. He protects the ball very well. He Which is too a fault. Wow, you though, with all the with throws that. he's able to make. Yeah, that's true too. Because like he, he doesn't want to mm-hmm. make that – he doesn't want to pull the yep. trigger on a throw that maybe he can make. He's a little scared to do it. So, But, like, 100%, I agree with you all with the inconsistency. This week he passed 56% for 165 yards. week before he passed for 111 yards weather. against the Browns. But I do think – That was an ugly weather. That was an awful game. That was a ground that was a oh, ground was okay. win by three and get the fuck out of Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, like – like so, I think I do think he's above average. I'd probably put him between uh, thirteen to fifteen, maybe twelve to fifteen. But I do think he's severely underrated. People, people dude, are shitting fucking on him. Raiders they're ready fans. to start Marcus Mariota. Fucking if, fans in the like world. Raiders fans. I'm like, dude, there's yeah. no. I'm like, there's no way you can say yeah. Mariota. And I think that's bizarre. And to me, though, if Derek Carr can stay at twelve, thirteen, and then have games where he sneaks into top ten, I'm perfectly fine with that. He he's vintage Alex Smith. You know, he's he's Chiefs Alex Smith. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Okay. 
I do like okay. that. I agree. I think. I'll give yeah. You that. I mean, I don't. I don't even want to say anymore. <laughs> That's like perfect. Yep. <laughs> Alrighty, let's look ahead to week ten. And the first game I want to ask y'all about y'all's thoughts on what could happen, the outcome maybe, um, is Seahawks so, versus the Rams. I have a bold LA. prediction. I think if the Rams win this game, they could very easily win the division. Really? Yes. Oh yeah, they would. They would be ahead. Yeah, of they won the division. They, they would the division, be. I think. Great. <laughs> I was about to say that. I mean, if they, my, my fault. If they win against the Seahawks, <laughs> you're fucking hilarious. If they win against the Seahawks, if they win against the Seahawks, I think they'll um, be winning the division. I don't think so. I know the Cardinals might I be. think. I'm not positive. I don't know. I th- the Rams have everything you want, man. Uh, they went to the are... Super Bowl two years ago. I feel like. What? Oh, oh that's yeah, if the, the Cardinals They'd be for first. Shit. Yeah, they're only one game back. Yeah. They I can see what you're beat saying. the Seahawks. They yeah. get some confidence going. They have everything you want in the team. They have stars everywhere. I think. I think if they win this game, they'll win. The, actually, I'll change my board prediction. They they might not. I think they will if they beat the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm curious to see if the the Seahawks defense wakes up the Rams offense a little bit. Yep. I think we've kind of seen the Rams be very stagnant this mm-hmm. year. I mean, golf has not really been playing that strong this year. Which I mean, that's kind of what I expect from him. I don't really think he's. I think he had one fantastic year, and it kind of worked out with McVay's play calling. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, because if it gets to the point where the Rams can't really keep up with the Seahawks, I mean, I don't know. I could see Seahawks kind of running away with this. Or not really running away, but a shootout where the Rams can't keep up. But I'm curious how that Rams defense plays against the Seahawks offense. That's what I'm most excited about. I mean, it's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of strength versus strength in this all game. All right, I got a – You know? Yeah, I, I got a couple points to make. One, Josh – do you think that McVay is starting to get figured out? You said that you think that's why Jared Goff had such a good year. Do you think he has fallen off since then because McVay is starting uh, to get figured know. out? Is that what you think it is? And make some bad throws. I think McVay, I think McVay's still a good good okay. coach. Yeah, I think he's still probably top ten, top five coach. I would think. I just I don't know if Goff is necessarily his guy. You know. Start drawing. So would you would you what? say maybe a little bit? Of yeah. Both? Yeah. So didn't you both. tweet that? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, when okay. Goff was terrible. My next, Everybody, yeah, I saw like Rams that. Rams fans are calling for Wolford, so. But uh, my next point that I wanted to bring up was, Bryce, you said if the Rams win, your bold prediction is if they win, they yeah. will win the division, right? Do you think yes. they win this game? That was, that's what I wanted to ask you. Yeah, if I you do. had to pick right now, you think they're going to beat the Seahawks I do. this week? Okay, they're three and zero at home. They're three and home right at three and zero at home right now. Yeah, but Rams the thing is all NFC the East road, opponents. So I think it's feasible. But uh, we'll get we'll get closer to that. Oh when wow! We talk Spoilers. About right. of the week. We'll we'll talk a little <laughs> bit more about that. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I didn't want to talk about this all game. Right, the anyways, next thing I want to talk to y'all about. Fuck off. No, I'll talk about it later when I get to. Oh, go, yeah. I mean, go ahead. I didn't think you had any use. I didn't think <laughs> hey, you had any useful. When we get anyway. to lock of the week, we'll look at our records and then we'll talk about it. Ooh. <laughs> okay, I don't piggyback. But okay, I'll talk about. So, when we Sean, get to did you want to give any insight on this that anyone cares about? Okay, that's fair. Actually, that's perfect. So let's talk about the Bills and the Cardinals. We saw Josh Allen re re jumpstart his year last week. Um, and we saw Kyler lose to Tua, which I don't think was Kyler's fault <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. But uh, so what are expectations y'all, for this, this game? Is, 
kind of one of those games where I really don't know what the fuck's going to happen. For sure. It's it's one of those where it's yeah. like it's one of the most interesting games of the year so far. I think it's a good test for both teams. Uh, I think we see the Josh Allen that we saw last week in the first few weeks against the Kyler we've seen this year. It could be an insane, highly scoring game. Uh, I don't know. It's I think it's just a very interesting game to me. Which Josh Allen I would like to see, to see the ones we've seen last week in the first three weeks for fantasy purposes. Uh, yeah, yeah, because what I what, what I think I seeing the way Tua played, to and I think if they can see how, that, <laughs> how they uh, kind of tore up the Cardinals' defense, I, I would lean more towards the good Josh Allen rather than the bad Josh Allen. Okay. Okay. Sean, I'll let you go yeah, next since you uh, thanks. have so much to say, apparently. Letting me speak, I guess. Um, <laughs> I... Uh, I think this oh, is this, like Josh said, like the Sean. same analysis like I gave Sean on uh, the Titans Steelers game. I, I'm expecting a close game, but I really wouldn't be surprised by surprised by blowout either way because we've seen it from both teams. We've seen both teams play really well. We've probably like top five teams, like Super Bowl contenders, and we've also seen them play like they should be having a top ten pick pick in the draft. So peak, a peak, So yeah, I, I don't know what to expect. God damn it. So if okay, so I'm gonna ask y'all as soon as y'all begin. I just think I <laughs> think you're Sean with a fucking Mario mustache right now. <laughs> <laughs> I picture him putting his oh, hand I up. I was, yeah, definitely was. putting his hand on the All I know is that Eric was giving him shit for saying nothing saying um, finally says something and goes, like fucking fucking yeah, fucking idiot. <laughs> but um, so <laughs> me being <laughs> wait, 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 what do you wait, want? Wait, 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 wait. Before you go, I want to ask Sean and Josh. <laughs> I want to uh, ask Sean and Josh. Who do y'all think wins? In this LA, game? baby. You had to pick. Uh, it's in LA. Wow. Bills Cardinals. Like game. game, NFL. Wrong game. <laughs> it's Arizona. Arizona. Um, Arizona. Yeah, I like Arizona. Then I think uh, Bills traveling. I, I think whoever had to travel for this game is at a big disadvantage. So I think I like them. Yeah, I'm gonna pick Cardinals. Okay, Josh, uh, I do obviously. I see an outcome that Bills can win. Like I said earlier, it's a toss-up kind of in my mind. But yeah, yeah I'm I'm just kind of leaning just because of the home team. It's pretty much it. Especially especially uh, Arizona to Buffalo. If it was like you know closer travel time, exactly. But yeah, I'm going. It's a yeah, big difference. So so being mm-hmm. a new Cardinals fan, um, okay. I'm super excited <laughs> to play the Bills. Um, every game. Oh that yeah, we- that's why I'm picking the Cardinals. Sorry. Every game, I'm a Cardinals fan. Exactly. Every game that we play is super crazy in games of the week. So this is going to be a really good time. Yeah. I'm, um, my Kyler Murray jersey is on the way. I'm really pumped about this game. I think if we win this, we'll prove ourselves to be contenders in this game. So I'm hyped. For you win. Great analysis. Thank you. So I think we'll do, you win think, for sure. do you think y'all yeah. win or no? <laughs> I like. Our I chances. think. Okay. I think us getting, but I think us losing to the to fucking Tua last week is gonna give us some motivation. We're back home. We do good in the dome, but I guess there's a slight breeze in there that I didn't know about. So I think. I think. <laughs> I, I think we'll win. I'm, I'm confident. I like this. Bryce, how bad did that loss last week hurt? Um, how, it was how painful. Bad did that loss hurt you? Uh, I mean, when you when you're short on a four nine yard kick, but I mean, we was? we okay. should have won. It's whatever. We'll we'll win this week. Okay. Understandable. So my analysis on this game is I think it's going to be super interesting. I hope the good Kyler and I hope the good Josh Allen show up. And if so, um, 
I think the Bills could win it if both good quarterbacks show up. I think the Bills at their strongest are better than the Cardinals at their strongest. But if not, if Josh Allen is just slightly under what his max is and Kyler's at his max, I think his running ability will push the Cardinals over the edge because whenever he takes off, you just expect him to get 10 yards at this point. Like, he's so quick and shifty and takes 100 strides per yard, it looks like. So, I, if he if he gets out in the open field, I think he can run for as long as he fucking wants. So, if they both show up 100%, then I think the Bills win. But if, if Josh Allen is anything less than perfect, I so think the Cardinals will take this game. So, we all have more faith in Kyler than Josh Allen? Seems like it. Um, well, so, I don't think – I never thought that the uh, – that the Cardinals' defense was that good, y'all did. I didn't, but I, I well, also saying, thought I'm the Bills' defense Josh was Allen. better than y'all thought it was. I'm just like, saying, just in this matchup, yeah, I mean, or saying, quarterbacks right, in general. To show, up for, to show up for a game, would y'all oh, trust Kyler? I'd rather have Kyler. Kyler. I'd rather have Kyler. Yeah, <laughs> I think, Kyler I think by the way you just asked, I think just saying Josh Allen, I feel like he's just not. I don't know. You said or Josh Allen, like. Is this guy really gonna fucking show up? Like, yeah. Do you, would y'all choose? Would y'all choose Kyler? <laughs> yeah. Kyler Murray, you got or the, other the possible number one baseball pick or football pick, or you got Josh Allen. I mean, it's whoever's gonna show up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you have the other guy. Or you got the other guy. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. John the Pepperoni. I want to hear. You. <laughs> All right, I want to hear. I want to hear y'all's opinion on this first, but Vikings against the Bears. And do y'all think the Vikings have any shot to make the playoffs is another question I, that you can answer. I do not. I think this is a game for the Vikings <laughs> to kind of get set back down in place. Uh, I don't think the Bears are that good, but I don't think the Vikings are that good. So, and for it being in Chicago against that defense, I think it's one of those games where then the Vikings kind of get put back in the place they belong. They just looking at their schedule, they have five winnable games. If you look at the Bears twice, um, Jags, Lions, and um, one other team that isn't very good, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, and if they win those five games, they're eight and eight, and they're they're just way yep. too far behind in the season to do anything. Oh, I thought you were about to agree with. What I was going to say we went the wrong way, but yeah. that's cool. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they're eight and eight. They can make the final <laughs> wild card spot. Let's hear it, Bryce. So the Vikings are praying for. The Vikings are praying I mean, for some games sense. get canceled due to COVID. Because if that eight seed pops up oh. with the new proposal, okay, well, yeah, I didn't know we're including that. I said they're hoping for it. That's a big if, though. Um, I know that. If though, that's why I'm saying they're hoping for it. Because as of right now, we I'm not have saying seven. fucking idiots are going to go yeah, party yeah, and get okay. COVID. And Vikings make the playoffs, but I don't know. I feel like the way Dalvin Cook's playing, but I do agree. I think the Bears are too good defensively to let Dalvin do that. And without that, you we've seen what the Vikings are without that kind of running game. Yeah, I mean, we're saying, like, if you play a defense like the Bears, who I think can shut down the run game and say, all right, Kirk Cousins, you go ahead, buddy. We're going to see how that's going to work out. But I don't know, man. I think I, – I don't know. If you take away the run game, I still feel like the Vikings will put up more points against the awful Bears offense. I don't know. Okay, so my analysis of this game – uh, I think the Vikings win because Dalvin Cook is a man on a fucking mission right now. And I think he can do to the Bears what he's done to the last two teams he's played. I don't even care who they play. They could have played the Jets twice, and I still think he would go off for over 100 yards, one or maybe two touchdowns. 
I think they win this game, but on the question of if they can make the playoffs, can they? Yeah. Will they? No. There are too many good teams in the NFC for them to come down after being uh, – they're 3-5 and five right now. I don't think they can come back with – especially with the Bears being 5-4 and four right now and the Rams being 5-3. and three, I don't think they can pass both of them, assuming that there's only seven teams that make the playoffs. Uh, I don't think they make the playoffs, but I do hmm. think they win this game because I think Dalvin Cook's going to okay. keep being Dalvin That's a good Cook. analysis. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the next thing I want to talk to you all about is uh, two rookie quarterbacks going against each other and a coach of the year candidate against a coach that I think is very underrated. No, that makes me fired. How bad or how often they that lose in the game. Anthony Lynn? Fucking game. He's got to go. You can't lose they, that they, many they, games. I don't think so. They, was he the one? He doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't no, call he the does plays, at though. the end there. He, He's a defensive coach like Brian Flores. He didn't call it by him, and he has to be okay with that. I don't think he gives any say because well, he's a defensive coach like Brian. Did he hire the guy who I made that call, and that was say. a mistake? Like that, it, it all goes in the head coach, and you can't lose this many. He, I mean, have they had a winning season on him yet? Yeah, this so. is their season, right? Like, yeah. uh, to me, to me, this was Anthony Lynn. Dude, the Chargers have the worst injuries in the league every single year. Tough Minus luck, this but, year, you know, the Niners take the way it goes sometimes. But they did lose the point where. Chargering is becoming the new Clemsoning. Yep. <laughs> it's an issue. I mean, they 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 can't they can't finish. And I think this is a situation where this is gonna this is gonna be like the, uh, this is gonna be like the Steve Kerr Mark Jackson thing. Just fire Anthony Lynn, hire a quarterback or hire a coach. We have a stud at quarterback oh. and turn that program around because they have talent. They they should be a better team than what they are. He's not he's not adding anything to that team to make them better. But I think having six losses all by one score, I think that says a lot about you starting and playing. Having faith in is one thing. They do have faith in Justin Herbert being rookie quarterback, but I think six losses by one possession has a lot to I mean, do with I think with for one year it might be an outlier, but when it's happened a lot for like his whole mm-hmm. tenure, I think that's when it's kind of become a little yeah, bit it, of an it issue. Kinda, it kind of a culture yeah. thing. And... Okay. But yeah. I think one thing also – one thing also, though, I'll add is it, it appears to me that um, Herbert relies maybe a little too much on Keenan Allen. Mike Williams is a stud, and I think he could easily spread the ball out a little more to him, and he never throws to Hunter Henry. Like, Hunter Henry's a stud tight end. I feel like if Justin Herbert just spread the ball out a little more, it would help their offense a ton. But – uh, for this game, I expect the Dolphins to win. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really That's interested in the score. I'm just kind of curious to see Herbert versus Tua. Kind of a good matchup. We get to see the future of the league. Uh, I'm interested to see who plays better. I'm not saying that uh, the Chargers will win, but I'm curious to see if Herbert outplays Tua because Herbert, every game I've seen him play, he's looked so impressive and so impressive and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No. That Anyone else have good. anything to add? Should be a fun matchup. I feel I have a weird feeling though. Right. Dolphins. Win I have this a game. Go ahead. I just have a weird. Oh, is this I, the same weird feeling I have the Saints last week? Really? Yes. <laughs> I know. Except for I, I hope so, man. That help us with our damn wild card yeah. spot. Except for I don't think it's gonna be as bad as what the Bucks did, but I think I don't know. I got a weird feeling, man. I got a weird feeling. Trap I game. Did. I did. Yeah, I did. Have a little, little, little stab. Little trap game. 
No, not not even I mean, a trap it, game. It's, it's kind of a, how much would it surprise you? Yeah. Would it, how much would it surprise not me? Not very much. Yeah, because I think the Chargers are a good team. They just they lose yeah, I think, possession games. Like they they lose the close games that they should probably win. But I think they could. I think they could pull one out. I would out think of so. Yeah. How much of the outliers? Out right? I feel like they got to pull yeah, one. I out. got a little crystal ball, and I can totally see the Dolphins. Dude, I hope you're right. Sitting there on their high horse, jerking off. Oh my god, we got two a two and zero. We're at home. Chargers suck. I don't know. I, I see it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bank on it, but I can see it happening for sure. So. Yeah, that's fair. So. Uh, well, I'm going to, I want to tell y'all, I already gave y'all one fun fact about the Seahawks right after Josh did, but I want to give y'all one more. And, and I know we've talked about this a lot on the podcast, how Lamar Jackson has not been Lamar Jackson of last year, right? Lamar Jackson was an MVP and he balled out in completion percentage compared to what we expected and passing yards and touchdowns and everything like that. And we've all said that their offenses just look different. Like it's not as explosive. It looks a little more stagnant. But this, the Ravens last week just set the record for most games in a row with 20-plus points. They have now scored 20 or more points in 31 straight games. Lamar Jackson has been the starter well, for every single one of yeah, those games. Yeah, since he, uh, he, he came in for uh, Flacco. That's crazy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, that's crazy. Well, it, it, he started before that because right. he started all of last year. But it has been since then, like since he took over for Flacco – um, it has started like after that, but 31 straight yeah. games, almost two entire seasons of 20 or more yeah, straight okay. points in every single game. I mean, which it's I think nuts, is I mean, bizarre too this year. They were a great team last year. It's just, I don't know if we're saying like they're bad. It just, it's not what we expect from the Ravens offense. I think, yeah, I, I'm not really different. sure what it's it different. is. I don't, I think it's kind of Lamar just missing some throws yeah. here and there. Or I don't think I don't think they're unleashing Lamar as yep. much as I think they should. Did y'all hear uh, Lamar say that uh, yeah. defenses are calling out their plays before they're running them? Yeah. Really? Wait, yes, what? I did see yeah. that. Lamar said he's he's on a couple of, like on a couple of games he's heard the defenses calling out the plays before they're running them. Yeah, but so they're still scoring like 20, more than twenty points out. a game every single time. It's, it's, just doesn't matter, but yeah. yeah I mean, Lamar adds no, an X factor exactly to where right. if it's a blown up play, and, he can make something out of it. Yeah, but uh, but that, that's definitely interesting uh-huh. to think about. Like, if if Greg Roman needs to figure some shit out and change yeah. some things up, you know what? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, well, speaking of a former of, MVP, sure. sorry, Bryce, but uh, speaking of a former MVP, I think it's time to move into our, our burning questions. Okay. Wait, no, Sean, I had, I had no, we're segueing. We're segueing. No. We're going. This is the fuck Bryce episode. Train is going. Train is moving. All right, well, let's right. move into burning Just questions. And my first burning question for y'all is, uh, has, has Dalvin Cook done enough to make him a serious MVP contender? Go ahead, Bryce. I, I want to go last. I've never heard somebody – I'll go last. Um, <laughs> uh, that's jo- that was Josh all last week. Yeah, but, yeah, but I, week I, I didn't hear like, like, nah, He said, I, I just want to hear y'all say. No, nah, I don't want to go. <laughs> um, no. Okay. Next. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that no, it? You don't no. want to give the any Vikings? Are, I mean, Vikings it, aren't good enough, and he's had two just really crazy games. And that's it's a no. I mean, I think if he keeps it up, he could be in the conversation. I mean, if the Vikings win some games, I think it goes into like, well, is he actually the MVP if we're talking about most valuable player to a team? 
but it's never looked at that way. It's always the best stats on the best teams. So I don't think he will have a chance. But I mean, obviously, if he some if he somehow keeps up these last two games, I mean, he's probably gonna break like every record if he does. But uh, no, I mean, I don't think so by the end of the year. All yeah. right. Oh man! All right. Well, I, I think he's, he's entered himself into conversation. Um, obviously, he's not a contender. I think he's probably top five right now, and he's always got to kind of keep it up if he wants to uh, have a chance at that. I think he's definitely like earned the right to be top two or three uh, for offense player of the year, though. All right. Yeah, um, that means you. <laughs> it's my turn. I think the answer is. I think the answer is absolutely. He's had more than 130 games in four out of seven. How do you play that many games? And that's just rushing. If you look at, I said he's had four games of over 130 yards in seven games. (laughs) And if you look at if you look at receiving yards included, he's had 199, 146, um, 216, no 226, and 252. Uh, that's just a few of them. And then he had 71 total. And he has 12 rushing touchdowns and one receiving. He has 13 total touchdowns already this year. I think he's absolutely in the contention. But the only thing is they're not winning games. So you have to look at, is it his fault they're not winning games? Absolutely not. He's definitely, if you look at the definition of most valuable player, he's the most valuable player to their team, yeah, to their I success, agree. Here's a, in yeah. my opinion. So if you just take the raw definition, but it never, it never he wins. Literally. But obviously so that's not, say, yeah, it, that's you, not how it works. It sounds really good. It sounds what it should be, but there's absolutely no way he's going to do it. It's it's the best player on one of the best teams. That's how it always is. But is he on pace yeah, to beat the touchdown record? Pro- probably seven. Um, the touchdown eight. record's twenty eight. Okay, twenty seven or twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, by Ladanian Tomlinson, um, but he only has twelve rushing through eight. Through he's That's only true. played in seven games, yeah. but they total have played eight games, so he's on pace with twenty-four. Still would be nuts. All right, next burning question: Has uh, Tua already moved himself out of the bust category? Was he ever in the bust category? Uh, you know, no, nobody in drafted is ever out of the bust category until they prove it. I mean, I is it. Truly to call him good. Um, yes. I don't – I think it's too early. I mean, is he showing promise? Yes. Are we seeing what we – what I'm sure every Dolphins fan wants to see out of him? Yeah. But, I mean, again, I'm. he had one game we had to do much last week. Absolutely lit up the scoreboard. So, I mean, I'm obviously going to see more from him. Yeah. It's way too early. Um, like, really just exactly what Josh said. The first game was not impressive. He just won. Uh, last week was much more impressive. Uh I just I, end of the year asking that question, and we'll, we'll we'll get there. But if I am okay, if I was a Dolphins fan, I would say no, and he is good for sure. But I'm not. I'm a Cardinals fan. Uh, true. Same. So last week was a fluke, right? <laughs> yes. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah, That's what I figured. that was a joke. <laughs> Sean, Sean, I want you to ask the question how you hey, asked hey, it the first time. I don't remember. Is exactly he already what you said. out you of said, the is bus it... category? Is the he... Okay, so my answer is no, but I don't. I'm not saying that he was ever in the bus category. It's just like when you're drafted before you played, you're you're in between bust or you're good. Like it worked out or it didn't, and so obviously you didn't know that beforehand. But I think it's too early to rule out that he could be a bust. But I also, but I, that doesn't mean he's he's going to be bad. 
I'm just saying we haven't seen enough to say whether he is going to be great or he is going to be a bust because we have no idea what's going to happen with injuries or anything like that. And honestly, I haven't seen enough. And I remember we talked about this before. I'm so curious to see how, how like, long-term, how a left-handed quarterback does in the NFL. Because, like, the, the ball spins different. You got to get right with your receivers and everything like that. And so, like, I think it's too early to say whether he's going to be good or whether he's going to be a bust because he's only played in two games. And one of them was, like, like you all said, he yeah. didn't do anything. Oh. So, I don't think there's too much to more to add than that. So, um, does anybody have anything before I move on to the next session? Section, does anybody have uh, anything else to say? I'm ready. Nope, let's I'm walk ready it up. to let's back it up. against next the session. again. Let's go. I'm ready to get my heart broken again. Let's go. All right, Bryce, do you want to talk about uh, last week uh, on your battle against the Jags? Yeah, so um, let's, yeah, so we're moving on locks of the week for sure. Um, this is my favorite segment by far. Um, so last week sucked for sure. Um, we were playing against the Texans, so it doesn't surprise me that we somehow covered. The Texans are horrible. We're horrible. Two bad teams usually play that like that. Yeah. It, and I'll give myself – that's, that's a neck. I shouldn't have done that. It was a bad lock. Yeah, but how'd you bet against Jake Lutton? Yeah, I know, man. I don't – but, but you know what? I'm ready to do it again. I'm stud. Dude is a stud. Is it is it too early to call him the best? No, absolutely not. He's probably up there as number one. Did you see the spin move? Did you see the spin move? Look at like – he definitely yes, did that, that was and nice. was like, that was the coolest thing I've ever done in my entire life. <laughs> For sure, I was just thought. But I am so ready to bet against him this week. I will tell you what. There's absolutely no way we go to fucking Green Bay in the cold against Aaron Rodgers and cover the spread. Are we sure it's, it's going to be cold? November in Green Are Bay. Sure if it's, it's not, then we might win. But there's no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> there's, wait, wait, who's we? I thought you were Cardinals fan, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the um, fuck, man? It's low of 28, high of 40 with just of snow. <laughs> it, okay, yeah. if it, if Are it you snows, serious? find an alternate high line. High of 40, low of 28. Okay. Damn. Listener, hey, that's damn. what the weather is right here, dude. It's 28. <laughs> if it snows... Find an no, alternate no. line minus twenty seven <laughs> Packers against the Jags and take it all day. There's no way. I, I I I don't know what I'll do with myself. I'm I'm so ready to bet against us. Minus thirteen and a half lock. All right, uh, Eric, you you're one and three in locks of the week. Uh, you're starting to move in the right direction. Thankfully, you got your first yeah, I'll give lock him, of I'll the give, season. Congratulations. I'll give him a clap. Hey, I'll give him a clap. We're back on track, uh, baby. We're back on track. If y'all can see the <laughs> smile on my face. Right. You would know can, that I'm back on going? track. So, yeah, last week I picked – yeah, uh, we're hoping to. We're hoping to. We're hoping to. Um, I picked Falcons minus four. I thought that was pretty clear. I, I thought – I expected them to win by more than seven, which is what they won by. But uh, minus four, I thought for sure they would win that. Just because I don't trust Drew Locke that much. He almost pulled it out at the very fucking end. But the Falcons were, like, winning that game pretty handily all game. Um, so, for this week – the actual spread is set at minus seven, and I expect them to win by seven. But what I would do and what I'm going to do with my bet this week is I'm going to buy half a point, and I'm going to go Ravens at minus six and a half, which changes the line or changes the uh, odds from minus 110 to minus 125. I think the value is still there. And so I'm going to take the Ravens minus six and a half against the Patriots. I don't think the Patriots are good at all. All right, lock it up. All right, Josh. All right, well, I'm I'm staying on the Vegas train as we're talking about betting. 
Let's nice, keep it going. Nice. I'm taking the Raiders minus four and a half versus the Broncos. I think we're back at home. We've we've played pretty well at home uh, so far this year, and I think the Broncos have kind of been struggling this year. I think we just saw Matt Ryan absolutely dice up the Broncos with Zacharias Smith. I think what was his last name Zac- Zacchaeus, sorry. Zacchaeus. 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 Yeah, well, whatever I think his name is. Yeah, yeah. that dude <laughs> fucking lit it up. So I see us being able to control this game pretty much the whole time. And I think if we allow Derek Carr to air it all out a little bit, I think we got this one pretty locked up. Uh, I don't trust really Drew Locke this year. Only only game you really seen him yeah. come back in against the Chargers, which is what they do every week. So, yeah, lock it up. Minus four and a half Raiders. All right, boys. Sounds good. Uh, just like to remind everybody, uh, I am four and zero, oh, and that is what's supposed to happen in locks of the week. Uh, I just kind of, oh. yeah, no, you, I'm four and zero. Oh. You can throw an asterisk on my four and zero oh too, because you know I, I took them. I took them minus three okay, to fair. Ravens last week, and uh, I said, you know, if you could get a minus seven, take them too, and they won by four or ten. So uh, you know, I, I don't know what to say about that. Hey, thank you for adding, Eric is adding an asterisk yeah. to the record now. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you told me so too, we, uh, I, I thought we, it was uh, necessary. Precluded uh, my lock of the week earlier in the podcast, and I'm going Seahawks my, uh, plus one and a half yep. of the Bills. Um, the the, uh, the Rams. Sorry, Rams. <laughs> we lost. Nope. I would I would take the Bills. Bills. Lost the Bills. Right? I'm sorry. Bills. <laughs> sure probably nope. wrote that down. <laughs> that is incorrect. I'm taking the Bills. I'm Rams. Sorry. The Bills and uh, one Bills. is that I don't really like the Rams this year. I think they've the, their wins have been against soft teams and their losses have been against good teams and the Seahawks are a good team. Um, and two is that the Seahawks very rarely lose two games in a row. Um, Russell Wilson does not have two bad games in a row. You just do not see that very often. And I think they're going to come out and they're going to win by a touchdown probably. Uh, but I'm getting points and I'm going to take the points. So that's my lock of the week. So wait, What's Sean, that? let me ask you something. You said the Rams have only beaten no, bad okay. teams. You're going to pull some up here. Four, 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 ah, five ah, wins ah, 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 the best division in wow, football. That funny, dude. <laughs> dude, that's <laughs> insane. I actually didn't know that. Literally, Josh literally said it earlier in the show. I think he has. Damn. <laughs> and then their other win was against the Bears, so I think they're yeah, overrated just, as fuck. Yeah. Even though they Except beat the Sean, but I still think they're overrated. Uh-huh. Damn, that's Sean, crazy. I'll give you a little fun fact. I didn't know that. So Seahawks act like you said they they never really lose a second game. This year they've only lost one game besides Buffalo, and when they lost to Arizona, the... so they've lost two. Okay, okay. just when, just to sit. When they when they <laughs> lost when they lost to my Cardinals, um, they <laughs> went on they went on next week my to Cardinals. play the Forty ers and they were favored by one. Ended up winning by ten. So yep. so far they've covered the spread by nine points after a loss. So you're looking good, but they're gonna lose anyway. So okay, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I think the Se- I think the Seahawks pulled that one out. I do like Sean's bet on this one. I think the Seahawks will pull it out against the Rams. Just because from the start of the season, if the Rams do win this game, then I will owe so much props and to Bryce. the Rams because I expected them to be so bad this year with how much uh, Bryce, if talent you, if... they lost on defense. Like I thought they were gonna be terrible, but they've proven me wrong so far. But like but like we already said, four of their five wins. Against everyone but the Bryce, NFC. If you really like the Rams that much, you should take them as a lock. Um, no. <laughs> I like the Rams a lot, but I like the I like how shitty the Jags are in Green Bay. All right, so. time to. Yeah, because you yep. nailed that one. Last Shut up, week, one right? and three. <laughs>
Yeah, for real. I was real. about to say, I don't know why. I, I think it's time to move on to a real, a real sport. Um, Let's go. Uh, it's Masters week. In wait, wait. Before, before we get here, um, <laughs> I think we can all agree because we all have played – we all have played or currently played like golf often. This is the most oh, absolutely. mentally frustrating uh, sport of Maybe all second. To, baseball's probably got there. Uh, it's, a, it's a good race there, but definitely one of the most – but the thing, the thing with baseball is, you can just say that pitcher is just really good. If you That's suck fair. at golf, it's your own doing because you're the only one that controls. You're the only one that controls it, so there's no Absolutely. one you can be mad at. So um, let's recap round one. What were y'all's uh, thoughts on round one, which happened today? And um, I th- believe the leader is. is still Paul Casey at minus seven. Yeah, um, shot sixty five. Soft greens today. That and the story of the day is fifty people shoot under par, which is fifty. 50. Was that the number? 50? Yeah, uh, which is incredible. Shit. It's usually maybe like five or six. Um, yeah. So extremely easy conditions so far uh, through, through the first day. Um, probably going to carry over at least yep. till tomorrow, maybe Saturday. Um, I hope we see the greens harden up so we see some some higher or higher scoring and get some more comp- competition. But uh, it's going to be, you know, you got a lot like, I mean, almost half the fields within three shots of the league. And it's going to be a, a fun weekend. Yeah, I think if we see this uh, course kind of dry out, I think we see there's kind of maybe a gap between, you know, the expected golfers to play well and the ones that kind of snuck in today. Today it was very gettable. Uh, this course is normally not that way. Uh, but I'm not going to talk about round one without talking about the Tiger Woods. Yep. Uh, shooting his lowest score total ever in the first round of the Masters in his whole career, shooting a 68. Yep. And then exactly right. uh, another one yep. was uh, he actually – they were kind of seeing him kind of conquer some demons today. Uh, in his career, he's actually plus 16 on hole one. Uh, and he ends up uh, birdieing that hole. Wow. And so I think we're seeing him come. Yeah. Yeah. So I wow. played a bogey free round today. First time since 2009. And I think it's one of those. It, wait, first time. First time he played bogey free round in a, like in a major or since in 2009. Tour. That's even more. So okay. Seeing, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we're seeing, you know, we see him at minus four. <laughs> Like, oh, man, he's three strokes back. But people don't realize that this is the best opening round he's probably ever played at the Masters. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it was. Yeah, the Masters. At the Masters, and yeah. so I think it's kind of interesting to see normally Fridays are the day where he struggles. So I'm kind of seeing how he can keep up from what he's a day. All right. So I want to ask you all first to piggyback off what Josh was just talking about. Oh, Do we absolutely. all want Tiger Woods to win it? You always want Tiger Woods. I don't think – I don't. if you want, don't want Tiger Woods to win, I don't think you're American, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Okay. Cause like, like everyone, you have to just pull for Tiger. He's the greatest golfer maybe ever debatable with Nicholas, but he's definitely, yes. And he's definitely the best golfer that any of us have ever seen play. And like with everything that happened, like you just, you have to love Tiger Woods. He changed the sport so much. And I heard them talk about today. They were like, most of these young guys that are in the masters today Probably picked up a golf club because of what Tiger did in the Masters. And well, it's big the funny, it's funny you say that. It was. Um, and Tiger's group, they had an amateur with them, and they were literally the first thing I talked about with the amateur wasn't like how he, well he played, like why he's here. It was literally he grew up idolizing Tiger Woods, and to be sitting next to him in the group, that's fucking unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, apparently they had like their uh, little you know press con- not press conference, uh, their like banquet they had before the Masters. 
and they mentioned that uh, to Tiger during the banquet about the imagery he's playing with, and they said Tiger kind of teared up a little bit. Wow. I think we're mm-hmm. kind of starting to see Tiger kind of kind of get past that, like, you know, Tiger, like, stare, that fear. Kobe mentality almost. Yeah, yes, and I think he's getting to the point where he's enjoying mm-hmm. it. And I saw today, all day today, he what was smiling playing his round, yeah. and I think we're kind of seeing him just enjoy where he is yeah. right now playing golf. Yep. What I heard today, piggybacking off what you said again, is like they said that after last year when he won, um, I don't know if you all seen the video, but like one of the most iconic moments for a Tiger before last year winning the Masters was him hugging his dad yeah. when he won the Masters. And so after his win mm-hmm. last year, he hugged his son. And he said that came full circle. He was like, it reminded me so much of me hugging my dad, like the most important person in my life. And he, they said that that took like a weight off his shoulders. It's not like something he has to attain anymore because he already did. He's playing way more freely and way less, um, not necessarily less emotional because I think he's more emotional now, but less uh, stress. Oh, it's a huge weight. I, think, I mean, ever since his back word. injuries, it's always been about, well, can he come back? Will he ever? Will he ever win another major? Yeah. Will it ever happen again? And I think he's like, yeah, yeah I can't. And he yeah. won the greatest yeah. one. So he Literally did it. He con- conquered it. And I was like, I can play golf. And whatever I do from now on is just bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, mm-hmm. I think what Josh said when he's him smiling the course literally reminded me of like a sixty-five-year-old retired guy who was just happy <laughs> to be out there. But it's fucking Tiger Woods out there playing. He's like, I'm just fucking playing. I'm just really good. I'm just happy. I think he's content. And with him being so good, I think that just shows you how great he is. He's just happy to be there, and he's shooting minus four at the fucking Masters. I mean, he literally played perfect today. Just missed a few putts. That's pretty much all it was. And I don't think he, I mean, he, I don't think he could be any happier with how he played today. He struck everything well. His driver, he hit fairways and regulations. So I'm not saying, so I don't think he's my favorite necessarily going forward. I think there's some other studs out there that I'll figure it out, especially if the course becomes less skittable. Then you're going to really see that gap of being able to play well. But I would put probably Tiger, uh, Rom finished super hot today. And then I'm curious to see how DJ keeps playing. Yeah. Out there. So that, that's, before we before we move on with the predictions, I want to mention a couple things. Um, one, I heard a, I heard this today. I think it was Justin Rose. I'm not positive, but I think Justin Rose last year uh, he mm-hmm. was finishing yeah, after or like, he was like behind Tiger in terms of finishing. And for his last five holes, he was watching Tiger play yeah. on his <laughs> phone. And so, like that shows you right there how much like Tiger means to the sport. He was literally waiting to watch tiger win this thing last year because like i'm sure he started golfing because well, what of people don't Rose. realize like, is that like, it's, it's plays, crazy the golfers make more money mm-hmm. you get more tv views you get a bigger yeah. purse like yep. he, he changed the sport for, yep. he made golf cool yeah and fun true. like you you see you see people like kepka and deshambo like these fit guys when back in the day, it was the John Daly's, the Nicholas with the with the dad boss, yeah. you know, yeah. like Tiger, Tiger bought yes. him working out and fit guys to play golf. And Josh, we'll talk about this in a future episode, I'm sure once uh, like NFL dies down and everything. But do you remember the conversation we had in Tallahassee? Sean, I know you were there as well when uh, it was the uh, the thing they talked about on um, first take when they asked what, who the most oh, electric yeah, the of all time was. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So we'll talk about that another day. But like, like Tiger Woods changed golf in the, mm-hmm. in the in the biggest way possible. But the other thing I was going to say about Tiger Woods was, um, 
Yeah, great. That All was right, a good so, one. Um, good. Well, hold on. Uh, <laughs> Let's move on to predictions. Thing, I guess we can move on predictions. So one thing that I feel like people – yeah, Tiger's a big storyline and he played amazing was how poorly the favorite DeChambeau played today, and he still shot two under. His driver was horrible on mm-hmm. every hole but maybe one or two. Well, dude, he, he came out and out fucking ball, said, but... oh, this course plays more of a par 68 for me rather than a 72. And then the Masters course said, all right, hold my beer, dude. Yeah. If you don't hit the damn fairway, you're not going to score Exactly. Well. And he's sitting here saying, I'm going to hit the ball farther and more accurate than anybody. Mm-hmm. And every shot left left was. And, yes, yeah, so, so today the course was gettable. If it dries out tomorrow, Saturday, or Sunday, his score today, his score today will not different. be the same. He will not be able to recover on holes like he did. Yeah. But what I noticed his problem being was yeah, putting. I saw putt. him miss a couple easy putts to get in for birdie. I don't care. And he had to par save yeah. because you can't of it. putt, you can't win. Yeah. It's not how you drive, it's how you ride. Exactly. Yep. And but I remember I remember the thing I was gonna say about Tiger Woods. And um so I'm gonna get to that. Um so after Tiger's round and so what this this tweet said was like Tiger just got done with a very good first round for him, especially for the Masters. Um, it was hot outside, especially after the rain. I'm sure it was really humid in Georgia. Um, but they said as soon as he got done with his interviews and his round, he went straight to putting. And they were like, that's how you know Tiger feels good. If he's willing to keep going, keep practicing, as soon as he plays as good of a round as he just did, and he goes straight to putting, they're like, Tiger yeah. feels good. Lion and I love good. to hear that shit going into the rest of the week. Let's go get some more lions. <laughs> but um so as far as predictions go i first so first off i like bryson shambo and i think give three give three i want y'all to give three guys that that. you think could end Um, up in the top five i'm gonna go or something like that i'm gonna go do something something similar to that i'm gonna go to shambo and i'm gonna go ricky fowler ricky fowler played very 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 well today Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. josh good all right, I'm going to go uh, Rom. Uh, I got to put Tiger in there because I think he knows that course better than anybody that, besides me, Mickelson out there on how to play it on certain conditions. And I'm going Justin Thomas. I don't think we realized the round he had today. He's five. He was five under through ten holes. Yeah, shit. The yeah. man. Yep. The man can come out tomorrow and have the the lead by three strokes. People we'll wake round. up and it'll be like Justin Thomas, new leader. That's Wait, what I'm so- saying. Yeah. So I'm curious. As- yeah. So, Josh, I'm looking at this shit right now on the website. There was a three-hour rain delay in the morning. Delay. A lot of these guys? So, they couldn't yeah, tee off till like, 1. But Tiger Yeah, so Tiger was the first earliest tee time. They, so, But he yeah, didn't see off till 10.55. So, J, so, JT must have okay. been, like, 1 or 2, mm-hmm. and it gets dark at 5. Right? Yeah. So. Oh, so. No, yeah, yeah, I know, like, Bubba Watson didn't finish. Like, so, there's going to be, half, like, there's going to be people so, going off to, like, 6.30 tomorrow. the field is on their back nine, and, um... I think what they're doing is they start at 7.30, I believe, everywhere where they were. And then the second round starts at 9.30, I think, is what it is. So I think that's what is going on tomorrow. I read about it because I have some bets on it. So Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so okay, uh, I'll go uh, – right, give two guys that are looking good right now and I, that I like and then uh, one dark horse. Um, JT is my favorite to win. Um, he's been playing phenomenal. I was going to say exactly what Josh said. He is two shots back and still has eight holes to play on um, his first round. Um, I really like uh, Simpson. I know he's in second right now, but uh, I, I, I know you pick Fowler, but 
uh, Bryce, but I really don't like him on this course. Uh, this does not suit how he plays golf. He's a, definitely um, a really good short game guy, and you have to have length uh, on this course. And, you know, I think DJ can come from behind. You know, he still has his whole first round. Yeah, um, I like that. You know, come from behind from, like, 13th, like, not very far. But he, <laughs> yeah. he's still one of the best. I think he's yeah. number one right now, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the world, yes. And he's still got half his round to play. And tell you what, dude, that guy's a bomber. And he he finished second. I think he can. he's a dark horse to, well, you know, as dark horse as you can be from 13th. Yeah, exactly. So, I – yeah, so so I got um, a little fun fact ahead, for you um, that I just saw on ESPN. Um, so Bryson DeChambeau today averaged 334 yards off the tee box, right? He shot a mm-hmm. 70. 62-year-old Larry Mize averaged about 100 yards less at 247, and he also shot a 70. I heard that set too, yep. That's yep. crazy. That damn. Yeah, I think we're just saying, like we said, it's, it was gettable today. Today is kind of an outlier of how mm-hmm. like how it's going to be. Because Tiger even said in his post game press conference that I was listening to, he was like, "Yeah, I'm, as we're talking right now, I'm hearing those uh, air blowers out there on the course. So the, that committee out there is going to get that course nice and dry, and it's going to be very mm-hmm. tough." Dude, here's another fun fact. It says, <laughs> "All right, well, hurry up because I got we're having a good fact. time here, dude. So, so much fun. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Okay, Soul that's fair. You're right. Yeah, we are having a good time. All right. So I'm this guy goes. How how important is putting at the Masters? Kevin Nah hit." All eight <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> hit all eighteen. It's, it's hit, I think I hit all eighteen of eighteen greens in regulation, and he shot one over, and he had yeah. thirty nine putts. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, this is fun. So this is so fun. These are some fun ass facts. Weird. All right, so. <laughs> So let me give my predictions uh, for my three guys. I really liked mm-hmm. the JT pick, Sean. And Sean, yeah, I'm stick I, with my, that. I, was I do think JT, yeah, yeah, Sean he's one of my. I can't wait to get on the floor. Oh, Josh, did you Yeah, I first? said he's 500 through so That means. Oh, fuck. Then I'm picking, I'm picking two of your three guys. Because I can't. <laughs> that means Justin I can't will not. Yeah, I, mean, Tiger. I have to pick. Them. So I'm going, I'm going JT, Tiger, and my third one. Uh, it's between Adam Scott and Matthew yeah, Wolf. I think but just because Matthew Wolf is so young, yeah, just because Wolf is so young, and like it kind of sucks that I'm picking all dudes <laughs> in the top five, but like I'm gonna do it anyway because Matthew Wolf's only played uh, ten holes or eleven holes, I think. I think he played the back nine and two on the front nine. So I'm gonna go Matthew Wolf, uh, JT, and Tiger. But I wanted to read y'all a fun fact, and I know I already sent it, but I want to read it for everyone else. Um. So coming into this week, or no, 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 sorry. In 1986, Jack Nicholas won his sixth Masters. It was 23 years after his first win in the Masters. He was ranked 33rd in the world going into that week, right? If Tiger wins this week, it'll be his sixth Masters, 23 years after his first, and he's ranked 33rd this week. Dude, it's destiny. Wow. Tell me that shit doesn't just add book. up to Crazy. be magical. <laughs> that shit is magical. Dude. <laughs> All right, I, I, I before we finish up, you know, before you we finish up, I want to throw an actual dark horse in there. I, I said I'd have to throw a dark horse, and I threw DJ out there. Um, uh, Tommy Fleetwood is is uh, minus I like one DJ uh, through eleven and six Horrible back, player. and he Tommy always Fleetwood. plays well. And ma- ma- one, he always plays well as a master. Yeah, he always plays well in majors. 
So uh, I think he, he's a guy who could sneak in the top ten. Yes. I think you should look out for uh, Cameron Champ. Cameron Champ and Patrick Cantlay, too. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's just one I of those I think those are two guys that get seeing, You know, kind around. of an interesting, like, array of, like, people on the leaderboards and stuff. Just wait for it to change. There's going to be a round yeah. where you see why these guys are top ten yep. every single time and people who drop off. Yep. yep. That's fair. Hey, does anyone know where uh, – he shot. He shot. Yeah, he was, he's, he's he's even through ten, I think. Yeah, he can. Still, he can still, see, the cut's going to be yeah. like oh, yeah, fucking plus one, dude. It's going to be ridiculous. I mean, unless, yeah, I there's, there's sixty-three yeah, people. Yeah. 60, 63 the people even or better. That's insane. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. And normally it's the top seventy people, right? So it depends. It can vary. It's like whatever the seventieth person's score has, and then everybody who's tied with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so right two. now that's plus one because si- or seventy one seventy one people have mm-hmm. no plus oh, one yeah, better. Right, I right. could see I could see it finishing yes. at like plus three tomorrow if it comes out dry. That course it's a, it's plus one I think. Yeah, it's plus one. And I heard, I heard, um, I heard that this course holds its water way better than a lot. So, and I know that I heard they got three quarters of an inch of rain. So that probably has to do with why it played so slow. Or why balls were sticking in the green every time they chipped on. But yeah, you, you can't um, laugh, Bryce. You like that big D, bro. Dude, I want I want Hideki Matsuyama but, um, to win for sure. Matsuyama, bro, come on! Dude, I love his swing, dude. Oh, the pause so at the top. But it's insane that uh, the ball stuck so well, even though they said that this this course holds its uh, holds water way better than yeah. the rest. I can't believe Brooks hey, Kepka's hey, two over three. I want 10. you to pronounce the guy in the leaderboard right below Bob Masayama. I want you to pronounce his okay. name. Okay, hold on. Um, it's my boy, Bryce. Where's that? Like at? Lee West- Where's that? At? Lee Westwood? No, the other guy. No, I'm I'm on oh, the it's... website. Where's Masayama? It's, oh, it's Bryce. Ustasizen. <laughs> <laughs> You're close. I'll, I'll give you some credit. <laughs> it's it's not bad. really. It's, you got the first. I mean, it's not like he's a Swedish guy. It's I think he's South African, right? Yeah. yeah. It's he's South fun. African. It's I was gonna say, Bryce, can you guess where he's from? I yeah, the flag next to him is South it. African, so I'm gonna go with South African. <laughs> All right. All right, boys. The Republic of South okay. Africa. Okay. <laughs> I expect Adam Scott to play really well this week. Too. He's always up there. Yeah, he's Man, tied we, fifth right now. Yeah. I like him a lot. He won like he won it in thirteen to win the Masters this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, we just bet them all. Bet them all. <laughs> yeah. Listen, if you bet everybody, you, you're bound to win. Damn. Even Phil only got through 11 holes. Yeah, they the all last one through 11. Phil was the last tee time or something. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Uh, oh, yeah. was he? I think everybody yeah, got through the close. front nine. I think, you know, uh, Scully was yeah. in step 10. No, Victor, Victor oh, Perez yeah. is through seven. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And so is Sung <laughs> J.M. <laughs> He's minus two through seven. That's pretty good. All right, boys. All right. Thanks for joining us today on our – this is our sixth podcast already? Yes, sir. All right. Um, You can find our social media on our anchor page. Uh, It's ATWS Sports uh, Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week.